Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to everyone. I'm back again on the station tonight. I come to lift up the name of Jesus, and I come to do a special thing tonight because we're going to be talking about uh, communion. Because uh, communion is a sacred uh, vow that we should always partake of communion uh, because Jesus wanted us to do so because he said, you do this until I come again in my remembrance. And tonight I'm going to just going to take my time along and I'm going to allow God to use me. And I want you all to just open up your ears and listen because once a month we're going to be doing communion on the over the radio station. And as I partake of communion, I want you to know what to do and how you should be to partake of this communion that I'm going to be doing once a month. I, I, I hope that everyone that's under the sound of my voice tonight has had a blessed day because God is still in the blessing business. God is still passing those blessings out one by one. And all we got to do is just hold on for just a little while longer, and everything is going to be all right. God is our shepherd, and we don't have to want for anything long as we have our hands in his hands. We have to walk to walk as well as talk to walk. We have to be who God really can use at a time like this. And tonight I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me through this year and whatever the Holy Spirit will have me to do, I want you to open up your ears and listen to, uh, and the Holy Spirit using me to his glory and to his honor. Tonight we just gonna uh, just gonna be very patient and very still tonight because this is a very important uh, service tonight that I am going to partake of. And as I do, I want you to just continue on keeping on in Jesus' name. Most holy God, our heavenly Father, it is again that I come now. I'm calling on you. Lord, I can't do nothing without you. I can't preach until the Holy Spirit comes. Lift me up now and plant my feet on that solid rock. And Lord, allow me to be able to preach your word tonight, teach your word tonight, in season and out of season. Allow your word to fall on listening ears so they can come crying out to you, Lord, so they can learn how to serve you, Lord, because we are servants of you, and I ask you right now that you would open up the windows in the heaven above and pull down, Lord, pull down the necessities that these are your children, these are your people, these are they need to make it in this land 
of the living. And, Lord, and as I go tonight, I, I want you to just guide me, Lord, guide my tongue, guide my thoughts, guard my mind, Lord, and allow me to be able to be used to your glory and to your honor. And, Lord, I thank you for this day that thine has made because, Lord, you are so good and you're so kind and, and your mercy is so everlasting. You woke us up this morning, started us on another day. You put access to our limbs and our goings and our comings. And, Lord, you gave us the help and gave us our strength to be able to do what you would have for us to do. Right now, Lord, just fill this temple, Lord. Fill this temple, Lord, from the top to the bottom. Fill it up right now, Lord, with the stuff that you want me to do and to say tonight. Uh, Lord, I ask you right now, I'm depending on you, because there's no other help that I can depend on but to lean and depend on you, because you are my help in the present time of trouble. You might help. In the present time of weakness, you my help in the present time of strength because you are my all in all. And without you, I can do nothing. But with you, I can do all things. Keep me now, Lord Jesus, as I have on dying eye, and lift me up, Lord, and let me stand. Plant my feet on a solid rock where I can be able to speak boldly tonight. Speak boldly your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Without the Lord, can't do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. My Lord, like a ship without a sail, without the Lord, and do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. Without the Lord. Can't do nothing, my Lord, like a ship without a sail. With the Lord, I can do all things. With the Lord, I can do all things. With the Lord, I can do all things, my Lord, like a ship with a, with a sail. Without the Lord, my Lord, I can't do nothing. Well, without the Lord. Can't do nothing without the Lord. I can't do nothing, my Lord, like a ship without a sail. Well, with the Lord, 
on that same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take heed, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In that same manner, he also took the cup after substance stand. This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This too, as oft as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as oft as you eat this bread and drink this cup, claim the Lord's death till he comes. And it says, examine yourself. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an the manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. So let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are fastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, Wait for one another, but if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home. Let you come together for judgment, and the rest set in order when I come. I'm going to use, because I always like to use a topic or guideline to go by. Tonight I'm going to use for Tyler, remember the sacrifice. Remember the sacrifice. The Corinthian church was a troubled church with many problems. That sounds like some of our churches today. We said that all churches have problems because they have people in them. The people in this particular church of Corinth were people who had no problem putting up with sin among other church members. They had no reservations against treating some people better for me tonight. They had no problem about withholding their food from those who were less fortunate. At the beginning of the church, there were those who were less fortunate. At the beginning of the church, there was a fellowship dinner called a love feast, which was followed by communion. Some called this the agape meal and, and still practice it in modern churches. Everyone was to bring something to this feast and share what they brought with everyone who attended. Much like our modern, much like our modern potluck dinner. Imagine someone withholding their potluck, potluck stew from certain members 
this congregation. And that's what was happening in Corinth. And Paul was strongly opposed with this behavior. And he wrote in this letter, he warned them that they were not honoring the memory of Christ's death for their sins. In fact, he, he even went so far and told them that they were sinning at the communion table, and he wanted it to stop because it was not right. You, you see, Paul was standing up for God, standing on his word. But let us tonight pass it as we unpack it. I'm going to unpack it tonight. I'm going to share with you tonight something that's going to help you. I'm going to share some spiritually food tonight that we can feast on when we're hungry in this spirit. We've got to stop doing the things that sees us, but we've got to start doing the things that sees God. Because God is the one that's going to have the son of fair when the day comes when Jesus cracks the sky, coming back looking for a church without a spot of record. We got to put aside every weight that beseech us and put on God Himself. Am I right about it tonight? Yeah, now. I'm not preaching tonight. I don't want to preach, but the Holy Spirit takes me down different avenues. It takes me down different uh, uh, broadways. It takes me down different streets. Uh, and, and I got to uh, uh, do what the Holy Spirit uh, 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 leads me to and, and what the Holy Spirit tells me to say. I, I, I thought I'd come to teach, but if the Holy Spirit took me the opposite direction, I got to follow the Holy Spirit because if I don't follow the Holy Spirit, I'm not doing what God wants me to do. That's why I'm sharing this with you tonight. You see, we have a, a proper element for the Lord's Supper. You see here, in, for instance, it was telling us, for I have received from the Lord that which also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, on that same night, which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Dickie, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also, listen, my friends, listen, my sisters and my brothers, he also took the cup, and after something this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Just do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and, and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Am I right about it? For those tonight that don't know anything about Holy Communion, I'm leaving this with you. There's Things that we have to do to get ourselves right, to be able to partake of this communion. We can't just uh, 
done in any kind of way. All kinds of sins and all kinds of hands not even equipped to be able to bear these secrets. Paul here. Paul received instruction. And listen, my sisters and my brothers. Paul didn't seem instructions uh, from man. Paul received instructions from the man, the one that sets high and the one that looks low, the one that rules heaven and the one that rules earth. That's who Paul was listening to. You see, church, I tell you tonight, it's good to listen to man sometimes, but it's better to listen to the voice of the one that and the one that looks so. Jesus the Christ, the one who made it possible for us to be able to get up this morning, the one who made it possible for us to lie down last night, the one who made it possible for us to put our clothes on, the one who made it possible for us to feed ourselves, the one who made it possible so we can run this race, run it with patience, run it with wide open arms, one that has given us victory to win over the devil, Jesus. See, Paul was an apostle who accepted Christ after his crucifixion. He was one who used to persecute the church. See, Paul, the Lord have mercy, Paul wasn't uh, the same all his life. Paul was a persecutor also. Uh, but Paul found the Lord on the road of Damascus. And when Paul found the Lord, Paul had a change of heart because Jesus came into his life. Jesus set him down at when, 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 when he was blinded on the road of the box. Uh, 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 he was blinded for a while. And, and then when he come to his senses, can I fix this thing up the other night? Uh, when he come to his senses, uh, he, 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 he went to the Lord, called on the Lord, and he gave his life to the Lord. And then God, Lord, have mercy, removed the scales from his eyes. Uh, Lord, he did got caused out of sin, and he was changed. We need to be changed if we're not right then. Because I tell you, my sisters and my brothers, it's not what's on the outside that counts. It's what's on the inside. See, God, uh, he can see the inside as well as the outside. But a lot of times, we are just looking at the outside, and we are not concerned about the inside. We allow the inside be dirty and filthy, and we go and clean up on the outside. So I hear to tell you tonight, it's all right to keep the outside clean, but I want you to know tonight, come on, Holy Ghost, I want you to know tonight uh, that, the, that the outside could match up 
with the inside. Because if the inside is clean, the outside will be clean. So that's why we have to do these things. We've got to put God on the inside. That's why Jesus told us, Jesus, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to ask my father that he would set down that covenant. And that Holy Ghost Spirit would dwell on the inside. Come again. That's why we've got to do what we do as Holy Communion. We've got to remember Jesus. Jesus. The Jesus that I serve. We've got to remember him. Not just our communion Sunday. We've got to remember him all the rest of the time. Because Jesus paid it all. Paid it all for us. I'm telling you tonight that if the outside don't match up with the inside, it's time for you to go old landmark. A lot of us don't know nothing but the old landmark. A lot of us don't know nothing but the morning bed. A lot of us don't know how to get on our knees. A lot of us don't know how to talk to Jesus. A lot of us just put it in the back burner. But I tell you, if there's something wrong tonight, on the inside, don't put it in the back burner. Put it in the press burner. Because we need help all these years. I know, I know what I'm talking about. I've been down this road. I've been where that some of you are at right now. But God done what uh, he done for Paul. He, he gave me a mind that I will come cry to him and ask him to help me out of this situation. And God said right on time, God, and I serve my sisters and my brothers. He's a right on time, God. He don't come when you want him, but he shows up. Right on time. Help me, Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Spirit coming tonight. I tell you, when Jesus steps on seed, and Jesus walks with us, we don't have to worry. Because I know this one thing I know. I'm going to hold on. Hold on to his hand. Remember the sacrifice. Because he sacrificed. His life for you and for me. He went upon Kagatha's hill. Listen, my sisters and brothers. He he didn't have to go up on Kagatha's hill, but he says, I, I come to save the world. Come because my father has sent me into the world so that I can be a ransom up for you and for me. And he hung there on the cross. I feel something coming now. He hung there on the cross. Oh, he hung there and he hung there. He hung there all day long. And it tell me that they found him. They tell me that they put a crown on his head. They tell me they cast him in his they had already drove nails in his hands and feet. And my Lord, my Lord, he hung there 
life of Jesus' body and his blood. You see, as I move on, just a little further, we're going to find a proper attitude for the Lord's Supper. And we'll find that in the 27th through the 29th verse. And it says in the song, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Says, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. There are two ways someone could take the Lord's supper. Paul here makes it clear to the members of this church. Paul here makes it clear even to the members of our church today. He makes it plain, so plain to us, of all, those who examine themselves before taking the Lord's Supper. One who examine themselves before they partake of the supper of one taking it in a worthy manner. So what are they examining themselves? They are examining themselves. Listen, listen, my, listen, my, 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 my church, listen tonight, listen. They are examining themselves for sin. They are sin. He keeps us from a right relationship with the Lord. Am I right about it? Sin blinds eyes. And it keeps us from having our eyes on the Lord. So yeah, Paul is saying, it takes away. It keeps us from having this relationship. With the Lord. And I don't know about you, but we all need a relationship with the Lord. When we examine ourselves, we are, first of all, listen, listen, listen. First of all, we got to confess. <laughs> don't hold back nothing. Because God knows everything anyway. God knows what we are.
and that he will restore us to a proper fellowship with him. We find that in First John, the first uh, chapter in the ninth verse. He will forgive us. And every now and then, can I, can I, can I, can, can I talk a little while? Every now and then, no matter who you are, every now and then, we got to go to God and ask him for the forgiveness. Because every man has sinned and has fallen short of God's glory. So don't think that you are in this all by yourself. Because all of us have sinned in some part of time. And we all have to go to him and ask him for and he will, no wise cast off aside. He will restore all that mercy. Listen, my sisters and brothers. He restore our minds. A mind that can stay on him. He restore our bodies. So that sickness that not dwell there. He restore us to a new creation. He will make us. Make us. Uh, a new person. Uh, God will restore us. All we got to do is just go to him and confess and he forgives. And when he forgives us, he restores us back to our health, the body of good. Let me move on just a little further. Those who are judged examine themselves. Let's look at those. Uh, we'd already looked at those who examine themselves before taking the communion. Now let us look at those who judge or judge for not examining themselves. We find, Paul says, this is made up of individuals in the church who choose to come to the church uh, flip happily, not taking seriously sin, they may be plaguing their lives. They may be people who have ever saved you, but are living an uncommitted life. Lord have mercy. So many of us know where I'm coming from tonight. We might be people we accepted Christ as our Savior, but still is living uncommitted lives. There are those that we sometimes call Sunday Christians. So that sounds familiar. We got them all over the world, Sunday Christians. I go to church on Sunday morning, but I tell you, that's it. I go because I, 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 I go to the church on Sunday morning because worship uh, is there, because I'm going for a show to the outside world that I went to church on Sunday morning. But I tell you, tonight, that's not good enough in the eyesight of God, Sunday morning. I tell you, I go to church on Sunday morning. I, 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 I try my best to go every Sunday, but don't you know it don't stop there for me. I go Sunday morning to the church, but I go to Jesus Christ, the church on Monday morning. I go 
they will be judged by the law. If any of you tonight is living a life of sin, but is not being fastened or disciplined, check yourself, be sure you are a true believer. Bible says, for whom the Lord loves, he tests. And son, every son whom he receives. We see many Christians who are in this condition where a woman was having a health issue. She said to me probably that she knew she was having this problem because she was involved in her affair. She confessed the sin to the Lord, and she was healed. Before you involve yourself in the remembrance of Christ's sacrifice, repent and be restored and be renewed. Let it die. Oh, His judgment is permanent. Bible use the term sleep. When it talks about a Christian's death, they refine that some Christians die permanently because of sin in their lives. I have seen a lot of people is walking around thinking that everything is all right with them. But they're not looking in the mirror and looking at the deep picture of their lives. I talk to people down through the years about them on alcohol and drinking and hanging on and doing all these things. But I stop to let you know that if you don't turn from your wicked ways, this thing will catch up with you. Because that was a man, a young man. He knew what he needed to be done. He was strung out on alcohol, but he didn't want to give up his friends. Friends, don't let it go this far. You listen to me tonight. Don't let it go this far because you have to cut it off at its root. But the scripture tells us where desire has proceeded, it gives birth to sin. And sin when it is full growth, great for death. My Lord, James, first chapter, the 51st tells us that. After it's full growth, it brings death. If I conclude here tonight, just for a finish, the Corinthian church had some real problems. We find that the church today has many of the same problems. There are Christians who come to the Lord's table without examining their lives. They are challenging God's word. They will lose, my sisters and my brothers. God is going to deal with his truth. If you are here tonight and have not been examining your life for sin, I would challenge you tonight. To examine your relationship with the Lord. Are you in fellowship with him? Or are you keeping short account with him? 
If that is said in your life, you are willing to confess it and turn from it. Follow the Lord more closely. Only you can make that decision. The Lord's Supper can be an experience of worship and reverence, a time of repentance, a time of remembrance, or it can be a time of disobedience, which will resume in God's ultimate discipline. Let's spend some time in prayer and self-examination before we partake in the Lord's Supper at any point in time. There's a time down on ourselves. There's a time for us to get up and check off those things that deceive us. And I stop to let you know that I'm. You can't just do it by yourself. You got to call on someone mighty and greater than you. You got to call on the name of Jesus. Under the name of Jesus. Yeah, man. And every knee will bow one day. But I stop to let you know. Don't wait until that day rolls around. I ask you now. I recommend now. Jesus, let him come in. Not to the building structure, but let him come in to the building of your soul. I tell you, if you let him come in, he respect with you, and you will be with him. And then, <laughs> everything's going to be all right. Even when the time comes for us to go down from this place, <laughs> everything is going to be all right. Come He already told us, weeping, but endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. I ask you tonight. If you don't know him, don't know the promise for yourself. I ask you, first of all, confess him. Confess and believe in him. Believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead. Believe after you confess. Believe and trust he will no wise catch your side. It's time now. Who wants to take off of those earthly garments that deceive us and put on those garments of the garments that we cannot see, the garments of heaven above? Right now, my sisters and my brothers, make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice because Jesus is ready. Remember him. He says, you do this. You do this. It was better to be. When shall I come again? And he is coming. He's coming looking for a church. He's coming like a thief in the night. He's coming. Oh, my Lord. Put your other way. He's coming. I, I can feel. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> and no, we don't start in my mind. That he's going to come. Because they said he would. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready when he comes. I want to be ready 
is called on the road. I want to be ready. Can I go to my seat down? When he just called me by my name, I want to be ready when he lift me up. I want to be ready when he place me in that budget on the high. I want to be ready. Don't you tonight want to be ready. Come and go with me. Come and go with me. To Jesus, the one that sets high. Come and go with me. To Jesus, the one that looks low. Come and go with Jesus, the one that heals the sick. Come and go with me. The one that says a 5,000. One who walks on the water. One who raised up Lazarus for the dead. One who called Peter to the top of the boat. One who even, oh Lord, that mercy, sacrificed himself right before on the cross, on the cross, where Jesus lived, hung and bled and church. Come and go with us be tonight. And when you come and go with me, just Like you. 
Lord, I want to thank you now for just guiding me to your word tonight. I want to thank you for that Holy Ghost power that showed up and fell fresh on me. And I believe the anointing has gone out on this radio station to many parts of the walk of this world where people can hear and know speaking through your servant. It's not about me. It's about you. It's not about me, my do, I do. I didn't do anything. All I've done was speak to you. All I've done because I'm just a mouthpiece for you. It don't, I'm not none of my own. Lord, it's you. And Lord, and I, as I get ready to finish up here tonight in this prayer, I pray that you touch those that just need a touch from you. Let them know that it's you that has the healing in the hem of your garment. It's you that has the salvation that can save those that's lost. Lord, now, I ask you, may the grace of our Lord and Jesus Christ rest and rule with all of us until we meet again. In Jesus' name and for your sake, I ask it all. Amen, amen, amen. I want to just leave this. Thank uh, Apostle Mercer for allowing me to be able to share with you all on this radio station. Thank her, thank her, thank her. And God bless her and her family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.